Welcome back to Heavy Hitter Sports. Hey, we all make mistakes, right? Some just happen to be on a bigger stage than others. This episode is focused on the 20 biggest blunders in sports history. Studying German in high school and college has been of little use to me until now. Why? Well, this episode is centered around the emotion of schadenfreude, which is the experience of pleasure, joy, or self-satisfaction that comes from learning of or witnessing the troubles, failures, or humiliation of another. Yes, as sports fans, we all have teams that we live and die for, and when our favorites stumble, it can be painful. But if we're honest with ourselves, we also take joy in seeing rival teams and athletes we dislike go down in flames. The major gaffes highlighted in this episode will likely contain both players, coaches, and teams you love and those you disdain. I know it does for me. It's time now to laugh or cry at those iconic sports figures that fail to deliver when it mattered most. We'll work our way down the list from the least egregious errors to the absolute biggest of all mistakes in sports. Game on. At number 20, let's begin with what many believe to be the dumbest play in NFL history. It occurred at the end of the 1978 matchup between the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, the game commonly known as the Miracle in the Meadowlands. Play and the clock winding down below that. As the clock winds out on the Philadelphia Eagles, a game they thought would project them into a possible wild card position. It would bring them 7-5 and five had they won. But a late interception by the Giants will preserve a Giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17-12. to 12. We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. Here's a free foot. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. Rather than just kneeling and ending the game, Giants quarterback Joe Pasarczyk fumbles the snap, and Herm Edwards scoops up the ball and sprints into the end zone for a miraculous game-ending Eagles touchdown. Ironically, this horrible Giants moment leads to future good fortune because the Giants head coach, John McVay, is fired for this tragic error and replaced by Bill Parcells, a.k.a. the Big Tuna, who ultimately leads the G-Men to two Super Bowl victories. Next up at number 19 is perhaps the most egregious act ever committed by a coach during a game. With only two minutes remaining in the 1978 Gator Bowl, Clemson nose guard Charlie Bauman intercepts an archleister pass to seal a 17-15 Tigers win. But when Bauman is tackled near the sideline, Ohio State's legendary coach Woody Hayes punches him and both benches erupt onto the field. It's the only moment I can ever recall where a coach actually physically attacked an opposing player. Thankfully, the Ohio State Chancellor fired Hayes the following day, despite the numerous Rose Bowl wins, national titles, and Heismans that Woody bestowed on Buckeye Nation. Sadly, Coach Hayes never apologized to Bauman for this tragic mistake. Ouch. It doesn't pay to celebrate early, as Dallas Cowboy defensive lineman Leon Lett painfully learned at the end of Super Bowl XXVII. Reich on fourth down to throw. Pressure sacked oh, by Jeff And fumble! And Leon Lett picks it out of the 40! Luckily for the Cowboys, Lett's early celebration and embarrassing miscue didn't cost the team as they battered the Bills 52-17. Next, with the Masters coming up this weekend, it's only fair that we spotlight Greg Norman's notorious collapse at Augusta in 1996. Leading by six shots entering the final round, 
Norman would surrender the win to Nick Faldo. Sadly, Greg would never contend again in a major. So what's the most embarrassing mistake in NFL history? At number 16, the answer is Jim Marshall's boneheaded play in the 1964 Vikings 49er contest. Take a listen. Kilmer driving for the first down, losing the football. It's picked up by Jim Marshall, who's running the wrong way. Marshall is running the wrong way. And he's running it into the end zone the wrong way. Thinks he scored a touchdown. He has scored a safety. Thankfully for Jim, the Vikings held on to win 27-22. to But after a 66-yard misdirected jaunt, Marshall never lived down his wrong way nickname. If you're a Chicago Cubs fan, now is the time to meet the sound. At number 15 is the biggest mistake ever made by a fan at a game. We flash back to Game 6 at the 2003 National League Championship Series, with the Cubs leading three games to two against the Florida Marlins. Up three to nothing in the eighth inning and needing only four outs before advancing to the World Series for the first time since 1908. The curse of the Billy Goat then strikes, as Marlon Luis Castillo skies a fly ball down the left field line off of Chicago ace Mark Pryor, who was cruising to a possible shutout. As Cub left fielder Moises Alou stretches to snag the ball, the infamous fan Steve Bartman tries to steal the ball away. This prevents Moises from making the out. The Marlins then proceed to score eight runs in the inning and go on to win that game and the next day to advance to the World Series. Distraught fans made Bartman's life in Chicago a living hell until the Cubbies won the title in 2016. As a make good, the club actually awarded Steve a World Series ring for his pain and suffering. At number 14, who's the worst evaluator of talent in sports history? That would be Michael Jordan's high school basketball coach, Clifton Pop Herring, who cut Michael from his varsity squad as a sophomore. I must have been an amazing group of 12 at Laney High for the greatest player in basketball history to not make the team. Number 13 involves the most inopportune timeout ever called during a game. It takes place during a deadlocked 1993 Michigan-North Carolina National Championship game with less than two minutes to go. Michigan have to bring it. Oh, he walked. He walked and the referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he causes too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many, and so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge mental mistake. Donald Williams of North Carolina sunk both of the technical foul shots, and the Star Heels would beat the Wolverines, 77 to 71, and seal Weber's fate. In early January 2003, my family and I were vacationing in Buenos Aires. As diehard San Francisco 49er fans, we were watching our boys play the New York Giants on TV in our hotel room during the first round of the NFL playoffs. After the Niners were blown out 38-14 to through three quarters, we acknowledged no hope and left in a huff to grab an Argentine steak and a glass of Malbec to drown our sorrows. Thankfully, the Niners themselves didn't give up. In fact, led by quarterback Jeff Garcia, San Francisco scored six straight times to record the second largest comeback in NFL playoff history with a 39-38 win. Failing to actually witness the miraculous victory take place live marks my biggest personal mistake as a fan. Where my own fandom can waver at times, my son's remains ever steady. 
especially when it involves his favorite, LeBron James. Only Chris and LeBron himself believe that Cleveland could come back from a 3-1 deficit to Golden State in the NBA Finals in 2016. The Warriors had won a record-breaking 73 games during the regular season and were thought by many to be the greatest team in NBA history. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup, oh, blocked by James, LeBron James with the rejection. LeBron's amazing block with less than two minutes to go in a tied ball game spurred Cleveland on to a Game 7 victory in the most improbable of NBA comebacks. The Portland Trailblazers' idiotic first-round drafting errors check in at number 10 on our list. Stupidly, the Blazers passed on Michael Jordan with the second pick in the 1984 draft. GM Stu Edmond opted for Kentucky center Sam Bowie instead, as the Blazers had drafted Clyde Drexler the year before and were in desperate need of a center. Given their fascination with big men, the Trailblazers made another horrific move in 2007 by selecting Ohio State center Greg Oden with the number one draft pick instead of Kevin Durant. Oden's NBA career was short and not so sweet, given a multitude of leg injuries, In contrast, Duran has proven himself to be one of the greatest scorers in NBA history. As a Blazer diehard, these knucklehead moves are equally painful. The Atlanta Falcons rank number nine on our list with their collapse against the Tom Brady-led Patriots in the 2017 Super Bowl. Up 28-3 with eight minutes to go in the third quarter, the Dirty Birds surrendered 31 straight points for a horrifying 34-28 loss in overtime. Number eight is one of my favorite sport moments, although it took place 70 years ago. It represents the greatest blown lead in regular season history. In mid-August of 1951, the Brooklyn Dodgers had an incredible 13-and-a-half game advantage over their arch-rival New York Giants. But my Giants caught fire and ultimately forced a one-game playoff with the Dodgers to decide the National League crown. And this monumental comeback led to the clutch game-winning homer from Bobby Thompson, known as the shot heard around the world. Soccer fans, thank you for your patience. At number seven is that ill-fated World Cup moment starring Zinedine Zidane. In extra time of the 2006 World Cup final in Berlin, the French superstar absolutely lost it and headbutted Italian Marco Matarazzi in the chest. This led to a red card for Zidane and a loss for his French side in penalty kicks. Sadly, this was Zidane's last game as a player. At number six is an even more fateful soccer moment. Andres Escobar's own goal against the U.S. in the 94 World Cup led to Colombia's elimination. This was a devastating blow to Colombian fans since the team was thought to have been a favorite given their 5-zip destruction of Argentina during qualifiers. Escobar was sadly assassinated two weeks later by an angry fan who shot him 12 times. The man charged with the murder has been free of custody since 2005. If you haven't seen it already, check out the ESPN 30 for 30 episode entitled The Two Escobars, which chronicles this haunting story. So what's the most demoralizing NFL loss? That award goes to the Houston Oilers, who gave up a 35-3 lead and were ultimately beaten by the Buffalo Bills 41-38 
in the 1992 AFC playoff game. Backup quarterback Frank Reich threw four second-half touchdowns and led the Bills to the greatest comeback in NFL history. This game is commonly referred to as either the comeback or the choke. Just depends on your mood for that particular day. And number four is the costliest error in World Series history. It occurred in Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. Up three games to two, the Boston Red Sox were beating the New York Mets 5-3 to three, with two outs in the 10th with no one on base. 5-5 in five, five, a delirious 10th inning. Can you believe this ball game is Shay? Oh, brother. Three and two to Mookie Wilson. Little roller up along first. Behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight and the Mets win it. Mets would go on to win game seven in the World Series the following day. Here's a bit of Billy Buck trivia for you. Who was his college roommate in the Sigma Chi house at USC? That would be his high school and college teammate, Bobby Valentine, who would go on to have his own successful MLB playing and managerial career in Hoke. There's no doubt what ranks as the worst trade in sports history. In fact, the trade has its own nickname and legacy, the Curse of the Bambino. In 1918, the Boston Red Sox traded arguably the greatest player in baseball history to its nemesis, the New York Yankees. During his six years in Boston, Ruth led the Sox to three World Series titles, and with the Yankees, he won four more crowns. Conversely, Boston would endure an 86-year title drought after trading the Sultan of Swat for a mere $125,000. Number two on this infamous failure list involves my all-time favorite, Pete Carroll, and perhaps the greatest NFL coaching mistake of all time. Yes, Pete is the master motivator, but with 26 seconds from a win against the Patriots, he had a brain freeze while coaching his Seattle Seahawks in the 2015 Super Bowl. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Malcolm Butler, who almost made the phenomenal play that wound up in Percy's arms. There are flags on the field for a celebration. Amazing. Butler, a rookie free agent out of West Alabama. They try to pick play Al. They tried to go here, but he beats him to the punch. And I'm sorry, but I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. You've got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. You've got a guy that's been borderline unstoppable in this part of the field. The moral of the story being, whenever in doubt, go beast mode. Rest assured, though, as a thankful Trojan, I would welcome Pete Carroll back to USC in a heartbeat as either a coach or athletic director. Well, we have admittedly highlighted some dark moments for the Boston Red Sox in this episode, but their magical moment in the sun occurs when they defeat those hated Yankees in dramatic fashion. In 2004, the dreaded Yankees were up 3 to nothing in the American League Championship Series, but the Yankees would epically fail and lose four straight to provide the Red Sox with their first World Series win since 1919, thus marking the end of the Curse of the Bambino. So that's my cut on the 20 greatest mistakes in sports history. Have you made a major blunder in a game or at work? If so, can you imagine if it was captured and replayed in front of millions for all time? Count your blessings. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe to my show on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And I would truly appreciate it if you left a five-star ranking and a review. 
please tune in next time for our Academy Award-inspired sports movie episode. That's a wrap, sports fans. See you soon. Mm-hmm.